This is the Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries here in Bentonville, Arkansas. And we are continuing our podcast series on the journey and going through each of the topics that are in our in our beloved process that we use to help make disciples. And uh, so my guest today is a lady named Regina Sewell. Welcome, Regina. Thank you. And you might recognize her last name because Mark Sewell is someone I interviewed a few weeks ago uh, talking about the prayer cottage book and about the extended prayer retreat that we do as part of the process. So, so uh, Mark and Regina are married and um, I'll let Regina, I'll let you tell them a little bit about yourself and, and how you got plugged into the journey. And I can't remember if Mark talked about your part of the story or not, but go ahead and, okay. and talk a little bit about that. Um, yes. We've uh, been married for 26 years, Mark and I, and we have two boys. Um, one is a senior in college this year and one is a senior in high school. And um, I got involved in the journey um, basically just at my house. Mark was going through the journey process in a group, and um, he had left his journey to the inner chamber book at our house when he had gone away for an extended time with his group. Mm. And I think, you know, Brian, of course, everything happens. You know, the Holy Spirit puts things in line in our lives. And, you know, so he was gone and I was just, um, having some free time on my own. And I passed by the book and just thought, Oh, I'm going to check that out because usually when there's a good book we've read, we'll suggest that to the other, you know, and he hadn't said anything to me about it. Um, but I, I noticed it and I knew he had been reading and, and doing his journey stuff. And so I picked it up and read it and it just immediately resonated with my heart. And, um, so he came home and, I was like, why haven't you told me to read this book? And he said, well, it's for because it's for men. And I said, no, it's not for men. It, it, this is for everybody. I was just like, this is what everybody <laughs> needs. And so, um, you know, I had gone through women Bible studies for many years, led women Bible studies and all of that. Um, but when I read that, I was just like, you know, I'm going to do this. So I kind of followed behind him as he went through with the men, myself at home. Um, and then he and Greg Hewitt decided to lead a couples group together when he finished. And so then I went through it for real with people, you know, mm. with him and Greg Hewitt for the first time. Okay. But, and it's really funny because part of Mark's story is that he had given up on men's materials <laughs> and said, I can't find really yeah. what I'm looking for. So I'm going to go to the women's material. And I think yeah. he asked you for your advice yes. on what yeah. to eat. You recommended Beth Moore or yeah. something like yeah. that. And so he was just on the verge of getting becoming a, yeah. uh, a women's study participant yeah. uh, when he found the journey. Mm -hmm. And then now you're wanting to go for this and he's yeah. saying this is for men. Right. So uh right. yeah. And 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 just a little footnote on that is Rocky did think he was writing this for men mm -hmm. originally. Thought that was his audience, but he found that women it resonated with women mm -hmm. and uh, their biblical principles. So of course yeah, they, sure. they they for speak sure. to men and women, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So um well, and, and I asked Regina to to be one of my guests cuz she has been one of our key women leaders here in Northwest Arkansas. You've Guided lots of women through, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't. I mean, I don't. 
I know we're not about numbers, but I, how many groups do you think you've well, led? Well, I think the one I'm in right now is my 19th. Okay. I always say, oh, about 20, but I was adding them up, and I'm pretty sure this is my 19th yeah. that I'm in right now. And, and you know, not only has she led a lot of groups, I've heard, you know, she's an amazing guide. And so a lot of, a lot of your women reproduce and start their groups, which is that to me, that's a sign of, of a healthy group if it reproduces, you know, and so, so that's awesome. So I know that uh, you love the material, you love the concepts, you love the tool yeah, of helping other people, absolutely. you know, it, it changed my life for sure. And again, just, you know, from going from just a Bible study to a true deepening in Christ, it, it's just so different. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love the journey process because it wasn't just another Bible study. And it is something you can do over and over again. And it's different every time. Like I said, every time I've gone through it, God's done something different in my life, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, yeah, once I found this material, truly, I've not led another Bible study. I, you know, the journey is what I believe is the best discipleship tool. And that's what we're called to do. And so um, that it really did changed my course of life as far as just trying to lead people to Jesus. Um, you know, I was doing everything I knew to do, but truly finding this process to, to lead them to him personally was so different than just a Bible study. Mm. Well, and I will give you credit also because uh, you really inspired us to, to put together some materials for guide mentoring for after the journey, you know, to help guides who take their there are people who are interested in guiding after the journey and taking them through. And we, you know, we do end up developing that six week guide mentoring and all that. Yeah, and yeah. that was really a lot of uh, inspiration that we saw that things that you had done and all that. So, so you've been a, been a great help. Well, so. no, like you said earlier, it's about reproducing, right. Uh -huh. You know, and so, um, you know, that is my heart as I go through, I, I, I tell people all the time that this journey's in three, three sessions, really, you know, our sections, you know, the seeking, enabling, and living it out. Um, and as you take people through, you know, as well as I do, not everyone that goes through really gets it that first time that they go through. Um, but I always tell them if they can just get the seeking part, you know, and then just continue to seek, they'll get into that enabled part. But I always tell them the goal is their leader. I'm not there to teach them. You know, the Holy Spirit is their teacher. Mm -hmm. So my goal is that they get through all three parts, you know, that they really don't just leave being just a seeker or even just an abider, but someone that's truly living it out. And that is reproducing that. Mm -hmm. And so that that's my heart as a leader, because, you know, um, like I said, we know the Holy Spirit does it, but I believe our part in helping the Holy Spirit, you know, God calls us to, to partner with him, right, in building mm -hmm. the kingdom. And, and to me, that truly is my obligation to those participants, that they get truly all three of those sections, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love it. Well, the topic we asked you to talk about today, actually, you picked your favorite topic. And uh, we're in the enabled part of our podcast series. And we've been talking about what is abiding. And then we've been talking about the fruit of abiding being transformation is first and then it leads to a harvest. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, when we, when we talked about both of those things, it's very apparent that it's a, it's a supernatural process. It's something outside of ourselves that we couldn't yes. do on our own, Absolutely. you know, that, that happens. And then even the way it flows through us is, is outside of us, you know, yeah. and, uh, 
and and so we have to pause and say, well, well what is that? Well, it's the Holy Spirit. It's, it's He. It's, yes. it's He, the yes. Holy Spirit, doing the work in a person. Yeah. So, so the very next session in the journey is, okay, who is this Holy Spirit? Yeah. And and it, I love the way it says, the Holy Spirit. Who is He? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people have said the Holy Ghost, or they've said it, like He's a phantom, or mm-hmm. you know something like that. So, so, um, so before I dive into a little bit of it, what? So why why was this your favorite topic? What? Well, again, I think as we go through, you know, there's so many different types of ladies that come to go through the journey. You know, some of them have been Christians for years and years, and some of them are new believers. And honestly, some of them aren't believers at all. And when they start going through, they realize that, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And so I feel like I see change in almost everyone that goes through it. But when we truly get to this to this main session right here, I believe when they start seeking for themselves, who is the Holy Spirit? I think just new revelation that they've never had before um, begins to work on their hearts and their minds like they've never experienced. And, you know, God gave us the Holy Spirit to unite us. Right. And and I think so many people with so many different backgrounds come and go through this journey. You know, we don't say, hey, uh, it's just for the Baptist or it's just for the Catholic. You know, it's anyone who believes in Christ come and go through this journey process. And so, you know, I believe with man's theology and doctrinal beliefs, um, the enemy has used the topic of the Holy Spirit to cause division. Where, mm. where God meant the Holy Spirit to be the uniter of mm. us all. Mm. And so I think when they really start pursuing the Holy Spirit, He begins showing them truly who He is, right? He is that Spirit of truth, and He's going to lead them into all truth. And so no matter what they've been taught by man or even their own understanding in things they've heard about Christ, um, it's truly when they start seeking the Holy Spirit that he reveals the absolute truth to them and it, and it changes a person. Mm. And that's what I love about this journey. And that to me is where we, I start seeing the most change and transformation in people. Mm. Well, and I don't think any Christian church would say he doesn't exist because it's biblical, you know, but they sure kind of put him aside, kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, don't want to talk. And then some go so far as that, you know, they focus on the the gifts and all that. Mm-hmm. But but just in case there's people listening that they don't really know who the Holy Spirit is, I'll ask you, who is he? Who is the Holy Spirit? Uh, to me, he is the third person of the Trinity, right? I mean, but bottom line to me, he is Christ in me. Okay. You know, Ephesians tells us in Colossians that it's the mystery, but it is Christ in us. You know, and so we can't put him in a box of saying, you know, he's only the gift of speaking in tongues or he's only a teacher. You know, I mean, he is Christ in us. He he is that amazing grace gift of love, power and a sound mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of those things. Mm-hmm. And he is every grace gift God gives us. It comes through him. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and, amazing. And uh, I mean, you know, the verse that uh, we put in the manual that Jesus says, "I'm going to be leaving." Yeah. This is before he died, and he said, "I'll ask the Father; He'll give you another Counselor to be with you forever, the Spirit of Truth." The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him or knows him. So the world doesn't get mm-hmm. who this, this Holy Spirit. But you know him for he lives in you and will be, or he lives with you and will be in you, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, and there's also a, a list of verses that we ask the participants to read through on the Holy Spirit and do their mm-hmm. own study. You know, don't take what we're, right. don't take our word right. for it. You get in there and, with your journal and you dig through it. Right. And uh, when I was doing that, the one to your point, one that really hit me is uh, Romans 8, 9, and also 1 Peter 1, 11, refers to the Spirit as the Spirit of Christ. Mm-hmm. And that, and I think that's where I connected a dot, that He's not mysterious. You know, I mean, He's not some mystical being. It's Jesus. Yes. It's Jesus' Spirit yes. in me. And and I kind of know what Jesus looks like because there's a lot about Jesus in the, you know, obviously, you know, yeah. in, in the Word. And so. I think that's the revelation that people start getting through uh-huh. this section, you know, because that, that's it. They're always like, well, I know about... God and about Jesus, but I really don't know. And I'm like, or even that, you know, I know Christ lives in my heart. And I'm like, but Christ can't live in our heart, but through the Holy Spirit. It is through the Holy Spirit. He lives within us, mm-hmm. you know? And so when they start connecting those dots, it, it becomes just a whole new revelation for them, I think, you yeah. know? And I know you're going to get to the other sections about, you know, gifts uh-huh. and versus fruit. Yeah. And um, when they when they understand that, wow, you know, first they start just hearing and allowing him to teach them truly who he is and then start understanding the difference between the, the fruit and the gifts. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. Because so many people don't understand that. Yeah, they don't. And they definitely don't know the difference or they no. get mixed up on that, you know, and, yeah. and, and when they start really realizing they do have gifts to offer it makes them feel special it makes them feel like they maybe have something to offer the kingdom of god you know Mm -hmm. so um well i asked you um what verse do you like when when i said what's your favorite verse about the holy spirit and the one you said was uh first john 2 and i'll just read this little section here starting in 26 john's writing he says i write these things to you about those who are trying to deceive you but the anointing you received from him who abides in you, and you have no need that anyone should teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about everything and is true and is no lie, just as he has taught you, abide in him. And now, children, abide in him, so that when he appears, we may have confidence and not shrink away in shame at his coming. If you know that he's righteous, you may be sure that everyone who practices righteousness has been born of him. And that was, tell me, tell me why... What about that really grabs you talking about the Holy Spirit? Well, again, back to this section, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, Because when we really understand that God has given us the anointing of his Holy Spirit to lead us into all truth, we take sometimes that, that faith that's built on the wisdom of man or those doctrinal teachings, or even our upbringing teachings, you know? And we can throw some of that aside and really know the Holy Spirit is the one that's going to teach us and lead us into all truth. Mm. And, you know, we talk a lot about embedded theology um, because 
no one is to blame for that. You know, we're raised how we're raised in a home or in a church we're brought up in or no church at all. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we believe things because most of those things we have been taught by man most of our lives, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but when we know that God has given us his Holy spirit to lead us into all truth, no matter what we've believed, no matter what we've been taught, it ties right into this journey for me that that's all what I got to abide in. Mm -hmm. If I will abide in the truth and allow the spirit of truth to lead me into all truth, it doesn't matter what man said. It doesn't matter what I've believed before. That's all that matters. Mm -hmm. And if I'll hold on to that, when he comes, I'll have no, nothing to worry about, Mm -hmm. you know? And he tells us, his sheep hear his voice, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, in John, Jesus even says, those that are taught of God will come to me. And, and what's mm-hmm. he talking about there? The Holy Spirit. He is God, our teacher. And if we will listen to him and be taught by him, we'll know Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's what he's teaching us. That's what he's revealing to us, right? John also tells us that's eternal life, knowing God the Father and Jesus Christ. But the Holy Spirit is the revealer. Of that for us mm. and um it's been so sweet to me and i think again for the first time when people go through this they really hear the holy spirit speaking to them mm. as his sheep they really start hearing his voice and when you hear his voice it makes all the difference in the world mm. right i tell my kids all the time like my two boys you know i might leave and tell one of them hey tell your brother i want you guys to do this well, hearing that from an older brother, sometimes the younger will be like, eh, I don't want to do that. But if, if he hears directly from me or Mark, he takes that more seriously. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's how it is with, with so many of us, that we've heard the truth of the word, you know? But when you hear it directly from the Holy Spirit, it is that hearing with the ears of our heart. Mm. You know, and seeing with the eyes of our heart. He is the one that reveals that that truth to us. And I think as you go along and you learn to really abide in him, I, I tell people all the time, I'm not here to teach you what this word says. The right. Holy Spirit is your teacher. And right. if you will get in there and seek, he will teach you the truth. Mm. I'm teaching you to get into it. Right. Yeah. I'm teaching the way to get into that. And that's what I believe we're called to do to make disciples. So many times we want to just teach people what we know, Mm -hmm. but hearing it from us is so minimal compared to when we really hear it from him. Yeah. Or you think about a Bible study that has like fill in the blank Mm -hmm. chat, you know, where they, you know, it's just all about filling in all your, your spots or whatever, you know, but you know, I'm thinking about, um, at this point in the journey, you've, they've been together for three, four months, mm-hmm. and they've been journaling, hopefully. Yeah. And I was thinking about when I was in Egypt, and I was teaching a group of about, oh, I don't know, 50 or 60 Egyptians how to journal, the STAR method. Yeah. And obviously, the S-T-A-R didn't work, because that, that, that's in English, but the concept worked. And we heard later, and these people are just writing in their 
whatever their Arabic language, right to left. I mean, mm-hmm. they don't write left to right. It's, right. It, it was yeah. so different. They start at the back and go. But watching them interact with the scripture and later hearing, they said, I heard from the Lord for the first time. So, you know, in a journey group, when people start journaling, they start hearing from the Holy Spirit. They just don't know who it is. Yeah. They, they don't know it's the Holy yeah. Spirit who's explaining scripture to them. Yes. And they're wondering, wow, I'm starting to really, my eyes are opening up to the word. I don't know what the, what it yes. is. It's the Holy Spirit. And and then when they're in a group meeting and they're hearing revelations from other believers who have the same spirit, they're hearing from the Holy Spirit yeah. through another believer. And they don't even realize right. it. You know? Right. So, so then you have a chance to really kind of bring it all together, right? In this session, really start and help them understand who the Holy Spirit is. So, so yeah, it's, um, I love, I love the idea of all that. And, and I just don't, I don't think people understand or they're afraid of it. Yeah. They're, they're afraid Holy Spirit means mystical or mm-hmm. it means, uh, and they're like, you alluded there, there've been div- divisive things about the gifts and all that. And I'll, I'll, we'll address those in, in future yeah. podcasts about, about some of those differences and all that stuff. But, uh, but but it's nothing to be afraid of. It's like it's it's Jesus. Yeah. It's Jesus in us. And even when they talk about the power, you know what I mean? Like like I think we begin and to me, you know, God says He's given us a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I think they want the love of God, and I think they want the sound mind of God, but the power kind of scares them a little. Mm-hmm. But even in that, you know, when He says um, in Romans fifteen thirteen, you know, the God of hope. May the God of hope fill you with all peace and joy in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not this voodoo crazy power. No. It's power to abound in hope. And what's he say? Hope is the anchor for our soul. You know mm-hmm. why? Because then he pours the love of God into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. It's the power to change our heart, right? I mean, Titus tells us the Holy Spirit is the regenerator of our heart and the renewer of our mind. That's the greater power Jesus was talking about when he said, greater things than these are you going to see. And so, you know, those things that they saw then kind of freaked people out, right? Raising people from the dead, right? Mm -hmm. Casting out demons from Mm -hmm. people. Like those are pretty awesome things to see, but he's saying, no, my power is going to do even greater than that. But he's talking about on the inside of us, yeah. you know, yeah. the power to change this wretched heart and this defiled mind. Mm-hmm. That's the power of the Holy Spirit in us. Yeah. I'm thinking about the power to forgive your enemies, yeah. the, the power to serve, the, the, you know, the power to do things that you at one time might've thought was beneath you, but yeah. because you love Christ, you'll do whatever you'll, yeah. you'll, you don't have to put your, your name doesn't have to be in lights anymore. You'll, yeah. you'll go clean the urinals if you need to, right. whatever, because yeah. you love the Lord. The and power to crucify this flesh, yeah. right? This right. selfishness and pride. That, that's the greatest power. Right. I mean, really when he reveals things to us, what do we see? Our own wretchedness, mm. right? But by his power, we can even be set free from that, you mm-hmm. know? I love, I want to just quote this. Oswald Chambers is someone that I, I do love and, and read a lot. But And so does Rocky, by the way, yeah. and me. And, <laughs> yeah. and so, you know, I love this word. And I, I tell people all the time, I love this word. But it's not just the written word, you know. It's because to me it is the power, the power of this gospel to fill me with God's love, to strengthen me with his power on my inner being, mm-hmm. you know, and to renew my mind every day. And um, 
Oswald says this, the vital relationship with the Christian has, the Christian has to have with the Bible is not that he worships the letter, but that the Holy Spirit makes, makes the words of the Bible spirit and life to him. Mm. And, you know, we say as Christians, this word is alive and active, right? And what do we mean? That's what we mean. What Jesus said, that it's spirit and life to us. It truly is supernatural. It's not just words on a page. And so, you know, it's the truth and the Holy Spirit is that truth revealer to us. And that he's the blood applier. He is the seed planter in our heart, right? He's that heart regenerator, mind renewer. Everything Peter tells us right in Second Peter, he his divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. Mm-hmm. Who is the Holy Spirit? He is everything we need mm-hmm. for life and godliness. Yeah, that is the bottom line for me. He is everything I need. And you you can't and you can't fully understand him or get what he wants if you're not in the Word, right? I mean, no. because the Word is God. The yeah. word was with yes. God and his, you know. yes. so he, the Holy Spirit's part of the word. I mean, yeah. you know, of enlightening the word to us. Yeah. yeah. The truth. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you think about it, I mean, like even that, he says, in the beginning was the word, right? And the word was with God and the word was God, right? And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, right? Yeah. And, and you know, in Genesis, it says he's the seed also, right? And we know the Bible tells us in Luke and John, the word is the seed. Mm -hmm. Right. But who brought that seed in the very beginning? The Holy Spirit. Right. Mm -hmm. To Mary even. Right. She's the virgin. How did that word become flesh? The Holy Spirit brought that seed. Mm -hmm. And then Christ, the word that dwelled among us through the power of the Holy Spirit. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, this seed through the power of the Holy Spirit is in us, not Mary, but all of us. Right. Mm -hmm. That he might, that Christ might live in us and through us by the power of his spirit. Mm-hmm. He, he is the one that takes this seed and fills us with the love, power, and sound mind that comes through it. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've gone as far as to think, wait a minute, abiding is we're abiding with the Holy Spirit. That's who we're abiding with. Yeah. You know, I mean, we yeah. because we say abiding with God or abiding with the and you can say that because they're three in one, you right. know, they're the Trinity, right. but but it's the Holy Spirit's the one that's actively working with yes. us every day. He's know? the manifestation of God the Father and Christ in us. Mm-hmm. Truly, He is. You know, First John says there are these three in heaven that are one, right? God the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And then He said, and then these on earth testify and agree in one. The blood, the water, and the Spirit. And so, you know, when we said earlier, the Holy Spirit is Christ. He, he is the witness of Christ. Mm-hmm. He's the blood applier, the truth revealer. The wa- Ephesians tells us, you know, we're washed, cleansed through the washing of the word, right? Mm-hmm. And we're born again through this incorruptible seed, right? Like he is the one that manifests that all for us. Like I said, any grace gift, it comes through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And that is the amazing grace that we were under the law, but now we're under the spirit, right? That mm-hmm. That's what we're under now. The power of the Holy Spirit, the love of the Holy Spirit, the sound mind that still comes through the word. 
right? Everything came through the word from the mm-hmm. beginning and it still does. But, well, you know, we talk about Gabe's principles of influence, you know, mm-hmm. God, he, he was a God seeker, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's, uh, that's kind of what the whole enlightened series is all about, yeah. you know, yeah. being understanding and de- desiring to know him more, mm-hmm. you know, digging in his word, you know, like a treasure hunt. Yeah. Um, and then to be a God abider. Well, to me, that's, living the spirit led life. That's, that's the deal of walking with the spirit every day. And and it's not just in your quiet time. It, it starts there. That's part of it, but it goes out through all the day that, that the spirit is with you throughout, throughout the day as you, as you go about, you know, and and revealing truth and maybe directing your steps, maybe changing Mm -hmm. your plans. You thought you were going to do something. He has something else he needs you to do, or he brings someone to mind that you need to go call or, you know, Yeah, I loved, I love to think of it again as the seed, you know, that, you know, we do encourage people to have that intimate time with him each day. And yeah, you know, it is best in the morning because the enemy is going to try to fight you all day long. Right. You mm-hmm. know, and so we talk about that or, or Mark and I anyway, call that our intimate time. Mm-hmm. Abiding is 24 seven, like you said, you know, but that intimate time is when he implants that seed, you okay. know, into yeah. our heart or into our mind. And yeah, daily we've got to continue believing that and dwelling on that. You know, it says the enemy comes to steal that word that he's trying to plant, right? By what? The cares of this world and the deceitfulness of wealth. And, you know, we know after you have that intimate time, sometimes you go out and immediately there's a problem or the enemy's throwing darts at you, mm-hmm. you know, but he, he gives you what you need to truly, I believe, last throughout that day, Yeah, you know? And again, like the man that, I believe we got to come daily and keep allowing him to, to plant that seed in there, you know, to keep us in that spirit, as, as you would say, you know, to, to continue to be filled, as Rocky would say, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because the manna example, in, you know, in the, when they were in the wilderness, the manna would rot. Right. After one day, you had to get fresh manna the right. next day. Yeah, right. that's right. And I'm a, I'm a morning person, too. I believe, yeah, I don't want to w- w- save it for the end of the day right. or it may not happen right. or I'll be ill-equipped to face the day yeah. if I don't if I don't sit with him and all that. So, yeah. well, um, at the end of last week, we were talking about, um, you know, the fruit of the harvest being discipleship, you know, that really he wants us to go make disciples. You know, yeah. that's the last thing Jesus said before he ascended. And the final word is is just to kind of tie a bow on this. He says, surely I'll be with you yes. to the end of the age. Yes. And this is before he was about to be carried up into heaven and then we're waiting on his return. Well, then Pentecost came and the Holy Spirit came. And so yeah. so yeah. he came back yeah. in spirit form, you know, for all believers. So, yes. yeah. so yeah, so as we go make disciples, that he's with us every yes. step of the way. So sometimes you feel intimidated or feel like you don't have what it takes to lead a journey group or whatever. Mm-hmm. But no, the Holy Spirit will be with you. Yeah. He yeah, can be he, sure he does it all yeah. as we surrender and trust him. Yeah. He really does. Yeah. Okay. Well, this has been good, Regina. I know we could probably talk for two more hours on this, but uh, no, I love, um, I love your passion for, for the spirit and, um, and the word. So thank you for being my guest today. Thank so, you. It's yeah. Been my pleasure. And we'll keep going forward and talking about some of these other topics and uh, getting into how the Holy Spirit works with the gifts and all that. Mm-hmm. So some of my future guests. So uh, anyway, well, thanks again for doing this. Um, so this has been the Influencers Network podcast, and uh, we uh, put these out once a week and 
A lot of these uh, have been interviews with Rocky, and you can find all the old episodes on our, our website, influencers.org, under resources and podcasts. But now we're on uh, all the, the big uh, streaming apps like uh, Spotify and Apple and Google and all that, too, so you can find us there, too. So anyway, we hope this has uh, blessed you and uh, and hope you'll keep listening as we go through this, this Journey podcast series. My name is Brian Craig. I'm Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries. Encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you.